0: Before we go any further, please click the subscribe, follow, or favorite button. It depends on which format you are listening to this podcast, but this is how you get notifications for the latest episode. It's the Said G Podcast Show. So I I'm excited to be, excited here, to be, here, be here with, my here family, with my family, family, which is you, which is you, audience, the audience. The audience. It's the Said Podcast show. show. Welcome to the Said G Podcast Show. I want to send a mad shout out to Brooklyn, New York. I want to thank you guys for listening to the show. Every show, I like to show gratitude to the audience. I'm excited about today's show. I have a special guest my family, ghosts, co-hosts of Real Talk Podcast. Today's show is all about East Coast politics as the election is approaching fast. Plus, we're going to learn more about Real Talk Podcast and its hosting partner, Brother Big G. It's a said podcast show. Tell a friend. Welcome back to the Said G Podcast Show. As I promised y'all, I got my family, Ghost, from the Real Talk Podcast, which he does with his actual brother. His name is Big G, but it's definitely family, and I'm so happy and excited to have him on this episode. I want to welcome you, Ghost. And First off, let the audience know a little bit about your background, like where you were born and raised at.
1: Out of New York, um, you know, born in Brooklyn, grew up in uh, in uh, Long Island, and um, you know I'm the other half of the Ghost of Big G uh, show, and um, you know I've been been a New Yorker ever ever since.
0: Okay, and I actually li- listen to the show. I think it's a great show. Uh, you guys do a, do a great job with hitting your topics. Like you're on point with it, and uh, let the audience know uh, about the show. What, what is the show uh, about? What's the concept? Yeah, so
1: so basically, we're we're two actual brothers. Uh, we yeah. Uh, you know, I would put it in the genre of a comedy podcast. Right. So we're us telling telling stories. Uh, we talk about forth, We talk about movie reviews. Uh, we talk a, a, a pretty broad-based things of what's been going on. We keep it light. We keep it humorous. Uh, something that it, everyone can listen to. Kids, family. So uh, we, we we really do uh, you know try to make it for everyone. The podcast for everyone. It's the term we like to.
0: Okay, and I, I, I want to invite everyone to actually go and check out their podcast. It's called Real Talk with Ghosts and Big G. You can find it on all the major platforms. I go to iHeartRadio myself and listen to it. Uh, you can click the subscribe button. That way you can get the notifications when they uh, actually drop a podcast. And this episode, I, I'm actually titled on the list East Coast Politics. And I, just to start that little part off. Uh, what is your opinion on Kamala Harris? You
1: know what? Um, I, I always say this. that there, There's no such thing as a perfect candidate. Okay. And uh, like, like I said, sometimes you you got to take the best candidate. So some candidates you are not going to have everything that you want. They just want to make the decision on which is the best one. For me, I think, you know, Kamala, Kamala has has some baggage as far as I know she was very tough uh, when it came to uh, prison reform uh, at that time when mm-hmm. she was the um, attorney general. Right. And I know that's kind of left a sour taste in, in, a, in a lot of people's mouth. But right. for me is I, I look at it as I have this on this hand and I have Trump on this hand. Right. So I for me I don't I don't feel you should just judge, um, judge her just on that one particular incident, right? Or oh, have use that as your as your reason of okay I'm not going to vote because I think right now what you're seeing is you have Trump on his hand on this hand and you have hard based on that and you're getting people out there who saying that now they're not going to vote. So for me I always say you got to pick someone, uh, you know do your due diligence and I'm not saying you no. Know, you pick her, you pick her you feel but you know you, you have to make a decision based on you know what you know and i i think that she she's the better of the option <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: i think a lot of people think that
1: <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs>
2: uh, uh, which I, brings on I uh, uh, go ahead
1: no i'm gonna say I, I can give you you know maybe one or two reasons not 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 to Kick her, I can give you fifteen
0: on the other side. So okay, you know you take the you take the best of the take the best of the two. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so let's go to the other side for a minute. I, I I said this on several times. It take a New Yorker to actually talk about Trump. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what's your opinion on that? Being a New Yorker, <laughs> you know, it, it, to, to me
1: is the, you know Trump is the he is a New Yorker, right? And you know. You hate you hate him or you love him. He's he's uh he to me is the equivalent of, of the greatest con man on earth. Okay. That 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 that's my view. He just he's <laughs> he's like the typical. he Gives New Yorkers a bad name, honestly. He's like he's like a like a New York slickster. If okay. That makes any sense? You know, he he lies, and you you don't get the straight answers out <laughs> of him. Very very self centered and. You know, he just—you know what—the way he runs the, the way he runs the country, he's trying to run it like a business. Right. And I don't think I don't think you can do that. He's trying to run it like a business. You know, he he can probably the way he acts mm. probably works well for him in the business world. Right. And that's why he's probably been successful. Right. But you can't run a country like that. When you when you're the president, for me, my president, I want someone who's empathetic, sympathetic to the to the people's needs. Can't run the country as if it's your own.
3: Right. He's running
1: the country like it's his own business. Right. The country is for the people. Okay. So I just said I wish I would at least, I wish I would see him to you know care and, right. and really want to run the country as it as how it's supposed to be. Be presidential. At first, I thought when he first came into office, right. I thought it was look, he's going to be this type of guy who's stay and going to be tough and be you know. Do all this just to get into office, and when he got in, I thought then he was kind of chill, right, and, and kind of be a little bit more presidential. But mm-hmm. he never changed; okay. you know, he stayed the same way. Okay, he's been in office, so really?
2: you know, mm-hmm. he's at his four. He's at, coming up on four
0: years. I think it's time to let someone else give, give it a shot. <laughs> okay, okay. I got my, my, my family goes one half. Of the Real Talk podcast show Of course he do that podcast With his brother Big G And again I would like you guys to go and check it out It's a great show in my opinion And we're talking about
1: Every Monday Every Every Monday we drop
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. So make sure y'all subscribe And get the notifications So when it drops on Monday Y'all can go on and check it out And I found it interesting Like I was riding in the car listening to it The last one y'all just dropped and that's why mm-hmm. I say it's entertaining because it's like a show and you ride in the car. That's what you want. You know what I'm saying? You want entertainment in the car.
1: That's, you know what? And it's funny you said it because that is how we position the show. As we do the show, the, ad, the listening audience is in the car. Right. And that's why we don't make the episodes too long. Right. Um, we kind of make it fit for that person view at the gym or in the car or in the train on the way to work. So that's right.
0: That's kind of our, our mindset when we uh, when we do the episode. Okay. We hit it right on the button. We're talking East Coast politics. During my rehabilitation, I had to find out a way to give back to the community. God has given me a vision to build a media studio. This media studio will consist of a non-profit public FM radio station. I want to thank everyone that has made contributions to the media studio for the future fundraiser. I have 16 years of experience in broadcasting. Log on to kickstarter.com and find out about my rewards program, which will give someone a chance to executive produce a said G podcast show. You can go to my GoFundMe link at Cedric Garth. The link is located in the description of this program, or you can simply click the support link. If you can't make a contribution, your blessing is good enough for me. Welcome back to the Said G podcast show I got my family, Ghost He's from the Real Talk podcast show Of course, he does the show with his brother, Big G So it's Real Talk with Ghost and Big G You can search it in uh, any of your uh, major uh, podcast platforms It's a great show I encourage you guys to go listen to it And since we talked about Kamala and Trump What is your opinion on Biden?
1: again he, he's very similar I know that he's had some questionable things in his past mm-hmm. uh, especially when it, when it comes to um, you know black and brown relations mm-hmm. but again I, like I always said no one's perfect right and I'm w- I'm willing to overlook you know certain things based on who's presently in the office right <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think um I, I probably would vote for anyone. Okay. <laughs> anyone else, anyone who was a candidate other than Trump, so but you know, based <laughs> on on, on <laughs> based okay. on, on Biden, mm-hmm. I, I also subscribe to that he's been vetted, he's been endorsed, mm-hmm. you know, he worked under Obama mm-hmm. and to me I feel if, if Obama felt he was good enough for vice president mm-hmm. i feel that he was good he's good enough to make president you know so I, I think he gives a general a genuine you know feel that he really cares right. uh he seems like he's, he's very empathetic and mm-hmm. he cares about the people and like i said that's that that's what i want in office. you know someone who feels like feels they care and they're in the best interest of everyone
0: okay okay and um yeah we had a lot of civil unrest in the country recently and of course, uh, all these politics and elections and stuff going on, and um, in term, as far as the African Americans, and when you look at Biden and Kamala, a lot of people want to say, "Hey, do something for us." You think that? Do you think like that? You,
1: you, you do. I, well, I, I do feel that you should, and I think the reason why he picked her okay. is he, he you need the black vote right? I don't know if you would agree with that you need the black vote yes. so you basically need Obama type support okay. to get Trump out of office Okay. so he picked her I think he picked her to um, help you know uh, bring black people out to come out and vote Okay. Because if you saw with Hillary,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you didn't see, any, and you probably going to ask people you know, how many people you know actually voted compared to when Obama was coming up for election?
0: Right, right, exactly.
1: You saw you, you saw a drop off. Yeah. So I think by by him enlisting uh, Kamala for the uh, vice president, that's also a way of trying to firm up the black vote. So... With her, uh, I do think that she would be in, in the best interest or she would, you know, uh, uh, be in the best interest of black people mm-hmm. um, when she's in the office. Right. I think she can give him some insight and she'll put policies and programs together. what mm-hmm. the way you but I, I believe her that 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 would be a focus of her.
2: Okay,
0: okay. I uh, got my guy, Ghost. Uh, my family goes on here from the Real Talk podcast show, and just a little side note, just to step off the subject just for a minute. I saw some news on there; they actually uh, arrested some people in that Jam Master Jay uh, case. So, uh, what what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: me, you know, I said I lived, lived in, in Holland right for about eight years. I have family that grew up in Holland, So I'm very familiar with with that area. And, Jam Master J and Run DMC are obviously a legend
2: mm-hmm. in New York. Mm-hmm. But, you know,
1: I remember when that happened eighteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sad day. You hate seeing it. it went unsolved for so long. So, right. you know, you finally seeing some sort of, of justice. Uh, the disheartening thing is, you know, allegedly they're saying that he was kind of mixed up in the drug game, from from what I'm being told or right. from what I'm hearing on the, on the report, right? Um, which you hate, what you hate to hear. Right. So, um, but um, you know, I'm glad that they did, they did, um, you know, catch these guys. And you know, he was a pretty young guy at the time. I think he was only like thirty something years old. Right. Uh, when that, when that, when that happened. Yeah. And uh, it seems like they finally, uh, you know, caught the guys after all these years. I haven't heard too many details of, of how they caught them. Right. But uh, I guess better late than never.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I I'm I'm glad because of the family. Like you said, it took so long, you know, and uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's something that wears on your mind for so many years, you know. And it's being in the unknown, you know. And right now, um, I'm actually heading to um, the D tomorrow because we're celebrating okay. my lo- my my nephew who lost his life a yeah. couple years ago.
1: Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, as like I said, obviously so some- Personal experience. Yeah. Uh, once you, you you don't have that resolve, right. it weighs on you. Right, it weighs it weighs on you. And I said, uh, I I know, I know, I know exactly what you mean.
0: Yeah, you know, what's interesting about that? I think the the, the core family, maybe like the mother or the the, the super the, the immediate immediate family. I think those people suffer the most because. Yeah. the streets already be knowing who did all this stuff you know what i'm saying like it's known yeah. who did that to my nephew but my sister right. don't know and they not gonna tell her that's that's the hard part I, about it it is yeah i was
1: just about to say that mm. it, you know usually the street knows or, or they have information but they're just unwilling to give it up and that's and that's that's what makes it so hard on the, especially on the mother. right you know that you got that information but you won't personal you
0: don't want to give it up that's, right. that's tough yeah yeah man and it, it's something that they actually told me you know what I'm saying it, the people on the streets or whatever they like we're not telling mama <laughs> we're not telling yeah. mama so they, they they made it a rule not to tell her and that's tough right there man you know
2: yeah it is it, it, it really is mm-hmm. it's yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so
1: I, I still think about y'all in, in, in that you know yeah. A
0: lot, so I said. Uh, like I said, hopefully uh, mm-hmm. you know, we want to see some justice for that. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The emotions is high, but um, let me ask you this. Uh, so, what is your opinion on the civil unrest that that's happening in the country right now?
1: Yeah, it's. It, um, I think you you got to a point now where people just just had enough. Like, I mean, you know, being from New York, I I've seen these this story time and time again right. you know this is this is unfortunately not the, not the first time but I think what resonated this time Cedric why it's not saying that this was more important than any Sandra Glans and Brianna Kells and Eric Garner not saying that this was any different it's right. just the fact that I think this one hit the nail on the head because it was on camera okay. I mean like you, everyone saw this Mm-hmm. Everyone was home as far as through the pandemic, so everyone saw this. And I think this was just the spark that mm-hmm. this really was like the tipping point where they said, you know, enough is enough. You saw so many people really were pissed off about it. Right. Really was pissed off about it. I, I said, you know, I said well, we've seen this time and time again. Right. But that was that was very tough to watch. It was very tough to watch. It you was. Know, it actually took me. Took me a couple of days to uh, to process that. Right. I don't know about on, on your end how you right. felt about it, oh, yeah. but right. it was it was it was very tough to uh, mm-hmm. tough to see. But now, like you said, you're seeing kind of a, a movement, and you're seeing other races join in. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I think that's a good thing. Right. Because that's when you just have when you have people who are not. Affected, such as like you know, white people who aren't directly affected by it, if right. they can see it, mm. they can say, "Oh, wow, mm. you guys have been saying this for all these years, right. and now uh, we see what you're talking about." Right. So hopefully that that leads that leads to change. But you, you've been seeing it though. Like I said, you saw how Confederate these, these monuments are coming down. Right. Um, you're seeing, you know, these these, these people that the, the Karen, you know, calling calling. uh cops on black people for no reason they're losing their jobs right so I think people are you know people are being mobilized by it but look mm. if it wasn't you know what the most important thing has been about this whole thing what's that the, the iPhone the camera right the phone okay if it wasn't wasn't for these phones man you'd be still in the same same situation right but now you're able to see these things on video mm-hmm. it's been mm-hmm. helping yeah. it, it helps so got okay. gotta, you gotta Keep the
2: momentum going. Okay,
0: you're listening to my guy Ghost right here on the CG Podcast Show, and we'll be right back. Mad salute to Minnesota and Virginia. Thank you all for listening to the show. California is really running away with this thing, and I appreciate you guys. Don't forget, I have a live cast coming soon with the president of Spencer Enterprising Investors Group. It's going to be all about the finances. Yep, we're going to be talking about the money, y'all. Coming soon. Announcements will be made very soon. Welcome back to the said G podcast show. I got my family ghost from the real talk podcast show. He does that show with his brother, big G it's called real talk with ghosts and big G you all can go put that in your search box. When you log on to your, your favorite podcast platform, it's a great show. I will encourage you guys to go and listen to it and Ghost, I want to ask you, um, what's wrong with the country right now?
1: we're not on the same page. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the reason this is the, probably the most divisive time period I, I've seen in my lifetime. Okay. You
2: know
1: what I mean? You know, even even political. Like right. I said, you know, you always said, though, no, why, why do we have to have two parties? Right. And that was just the way it's always been. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if we only had one party, would it make a difference? Right. Because now, it's, it's, if you look at the country now, okay, even when one party is wrong or one party disagrees.
3: Right.
1: Even if it's not the the right decision, Mm. they still will go, they still won't back it because their other party doesn't agree with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, it's just, just, the country is just so divisive. Right. And, you know, I think it starts from up top, obviously. I think that's that's, that's from up top, but we just, we gotta get on the same page. Okay. You know, hopefully if once these elections are over, Mm -hmm. and 45 is back to the business world maybe we can get things
0: back to you know back on one page but you know, to answer your question that's that's what the problem is We're just, the world is just very divisive right now okay okay and just say this this thing uh or uh, this speak hypothetically just say if, if ghosts was the one at the table and you had to negotiate for the African Americans to 45 or uh, Biden or uh, Kamala, whoever, uh, what kind of bargain would you be looking for for African Americans? What kind of bargain, what kind of deal would you try to broker with them? For,
1: for me, I, I think two things would really help African Americans. One is education, right? Higher education, which college. college. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there was a work, because college is colleges now is to the point where it's so expensive it isn't even worth using going right you know what i mean mm-hmm. if, if, so if you can have some sort of i don't know programs grant uh i'm not saying you know no one gets a free lunch obviously but if there was a way to help or assist with more african Americans, including college education affordable college education mm-hmm. That'd be a huge. that be a huge help. Second thing with me be would be um, housing. Right. You know, everyone wants, wants the American dream of, of home ownership. Right. Again, how, housing. Your housing takes up forty percent of your of your income. Right. So if, if, if you're basically working, you know, you you don't give yourself the opportunity to save and and pass your your wealth on to your kids, would you? spending so much money on your on your on your your home or your housing Mm -hmm. so having some assistance in in education and housing Mm that will go such a long such a long way uh to help because right now you're not not on a level playing field right you always we're always always playing catch-up so that would be uh two things that i would, would focus on
0: okay okay and then when we look at um let's say for instance the civil rights movement back in the 60s they had some laws implemented it's been different laws over time but my question to you do you think any of these laws has helped our community civil rights laws Uh, or whatever laws well
1: yeah, they have i mean if you just look go back to coding. um know if you you didn't have that you still still won't be able to vote so that that was an important one Mm -hmm. I I do wish that more people would take advantage of it because like most of the people I know who who don't vote I always bring that point up to them you had people who who marched died and -hmm. and really went out of their way for the right to vote and then you don't go and vote you know what I I mean so just just from that standpoint alone you should go vote So, so that 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 um that right there alone uh, is something that, you know, that, that helps. But, you know, the, the biggest problem now is that you don't see racism. It's not blatant for the most part. It's, a lot of it is, you know, you don't see it. Right. So it, it, it makes it tough for you to advance, especially um, the way that the way that things are done now. You know, you're not going to see a sign saying blacks only and whites only, but they still are, you know, racism issues that, that we have mm-hmm. but to answer your question you know voting you know is, 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 is one I don't know if any, any other particular one that that comes to my mind but right. you know for what they did back then
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know even though you may not feel like it's, it's doing a whole lot right um, it's better than what we had you know what I'm saying right it's, we're still better off having those laws and mm-hmm.
0: In comparison To not have Okay Okay And um I just want to talk about New York for a minute Like I did an episode Called New York City Uh With Vanessa You all can go back And check that episode out It's a, a great episode And We Let's say Brooklyn For example Um She was saying That jerk, church Happening in Brooklyn oh,
1: tradition. Right Oh
0: yeah mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, How you feel about that?
1: You know what? It's, so, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of mixed. Okay. I'll tell you what. So, mm-hmm. when you have gentrification, you're seeing that in in, in Brooklyn, seeing in Harlem, there which a lot of these areas in which have been traditionally black areas. Right. They they beautify them, make them great, and then they make them unaffordable, and it pushes black people out. Okay. So, so that that's generally what what, what happens. Right, but you know, like I, I know I have a friend who has um, a brownstone in Harlem. I have another friend who has a brownstone in Brooklyn.
2: Right,
1: these, these 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 places are worth millions of dollars. Okay, millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, if you hold you hold on to them, right. you know, because sometimes when they shine, when they flash that penny in front of you, right. shiny penny in front of you, your your you is to jump.
2: Right. But if you
1: don't, you don't sell. If you don't sell. Right. You stay. Okay. You know what I mean, but people people see those dollars. So, so what you've been saying over the years, obviously people have been taking the money. Right. You know, and they and, and they pushing these people are, are going elsewhere. Mm. They're changing the whole landscape and right. um, it. And again, everyone wants to live in a nice neighborhood. Right. They want to. So I, that's so that's my other argument. Like I just said, it's gentrification that you're changing the neighborhood for to look better and getting parks and. You know nice, the neighborhood is looking nicer, right? But uh, the, the unfortunate part is that you're you're pushing black people out at the same time, right? So mm-hmm. you know that's that's that's
3: you
1: know how do you, how do you handle that? Because
0: so I mean, if you if you stay, mm-hmm. you know if you don't you don't buy out, mm-hmm. you know then you, then you
1: stay in the neighborhood. You get the
0: rewards of it, right? Right. Okay. Okay. It's is CG Pod. So do you. Go ahead. I'm
1: listening. That's what I was going to ask you, do you, you find are you seeing gentrification where you're at
0: as well? No, no, definitely not. Okay. But it's, it's happening in Detroit for sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not happening here because when I first came here, living in Detroit, uh, it was always segregated. So uh-huh. inside the city, you're talking 80% African-Americans. That's what an eight-mile thing, you know, yeah. Eminem's famous yeah. movie, that was, yeah. that's the borderline of Detroit so, uh, that street has actually got a lot of politics that goes along with it and that was always the most hated street in Detroit uh, but since Eminem came out the movie and he sort of put that out there and it sort of put the city out there so people supported mm-hmm. it, but it's always been the most hated street because the borderline right there, you know, you strictly y'all stay over there and that's it you know what I'm saying, so
1: Wow. Right, right, right. But it's happening. I would imagine you would go ahead. I would imagine you would I would say you imagine that you would see especially after the the, the housing right. bubble. Okay. I remember I was watching stuff on the news. Let's still you know, pay attention to real estate stuff. how right. uh, they used to call the housing mm. was so cheap to buy. Right. So I so so my mind was thinking that if you're buying up a lot of this real estate, mm-hmm. I would thought that you would start to see a lot more gentrification
2: happening
0: just because right. they can buy up a lot of the real estate for cheap. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. And, um, you know, I, I know so many people own so many houses out there. And I'm like, I'm out here in Memphis. I'm missing out on that, you know, because I'm about yeah. to jump in myself. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> my brother got a couple of houses. My partner, he got like nine houses. I got this dude over here. He yeah. got like five. I'm like, what? You know. Yeah. So, uh they're doing good on that, but that is exactly how you said it, though. Uh, I want to ask you, uh, I, this is something I've always been interested in knowing. Like, what family or person that you think that act, that's on top of New York? So, in Detroit, you got the Fords. In Memphis, you got uh-huh. Fred Smith. Like, the laws can't look at them. They better not even look at them cross eyed period. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Uh, um, No controversy you, You're not about to get that from Because you go bothering these people You're going to have some trouble, period uh, All Right uh, Fed, I mean, Fred Fred Smith owns FedEx And that's the biggest employer in this town This is a guy you don't want to oh, yeah. be <laughs> Lipping off to, you know what I'm saying so, uh, mm-hmm. But as far as New York Who would you say is that person Or that family, even though there's so many elements To New York
1: would yeah, that's, that's a tough one that's a tough one because there's not so much of any one dominating person I mean I guess if I was to say maybe years ago maybe like the Rockefellers or something you want to go way way back right but there isn't any, any one any one particular powerful family or person in New York okay. to be honest with you right because um, you have such a mix of different you know, New York's a melting pot, but you right. get a, a kind of a mix of a lot of different people. But mm-hmm. I, w- I really couldn't say if there was any one particular, like you use the example of of the FedEx guy. Right. Like, yeah, you know, you know him. He's 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 the man. Right. You know? there's, there's, there's probably I don't think there's anyone who's like I don't know. You want to count Jay Z? Right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, he's not a. You know, there's not there's not really any one particular. The person
0: that comes comes to mind in that that situation in New York. Okay. Especially anytime recently. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, Do you think um, New York is still influential in terms of fashion, um, entertainment? We know it's the financial center, it's always going to be that. But, you know, people used to sort of follow New York um, some time back. Do you think they still got that influential influence?
1: Yeah, they they still do. Like you know, when they have the, the big galas every year, still still is a very big event. Okay. Um, you know, you still got Broadway uh, that's still. Um, you know, maybe, maybe things might be a little bit different now, especially right. after after COVID. Okay. But you know, I always say, and you know, being a little biased, you know, mm-hmm. New York has always been kind of the the, the lead dog, right? And you know, people will always you know, built their careers mm-hmm. off off of New York. So if New York was doing it, right. um, it usually would, it would be noticed. Okay. So I think, I still, I still think that you still have that I mm-hmm. guess that we'll see what it looks like after COVID. Right. But um, definitely still feel it has that, uh, you know, has that um, influence. Right. Uh, in regards to fashion, mm-hmm. entertainment, mm-hmm. music, music. Uh, right food restaurants things of that nature yeah yeah that's that,
0: that's still uh still a good draw okay okay and i love new york i love to come out there the pandemic uh stopped me from coming this year but as soon as it's clear right. i'm definitely coming out there i got to come see my granny for sure uh yeah we had a good time
1: we, last time you came, came i know it was from some years back right and i remember uh you probably don't remember me i remember you had asked that you thought was strange, <coughs> the strangest things in New York was why do people wear tims and shorts? Right. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you told oh, me that was, that was the strangest thing you've ever seen.
0: And I still don't understand I why,
1: it. Why New York is
0: so. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> still don't understand you know? that. as <laughs> just yeah. T- 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 go with New York. I, I don't know
1: why but it's right. just this spot in New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway is just, just a little test. so okay.
0: yeah, yeah you got to get that guy out here we had a good time okay okay this is the CG podcast show I got my guy Ghost uh, from the Real Talk podcast and as we end this segment and um, you mentioned something about aspiring to be on TV why don't you let the, the uh-huh. audience know a little bit about that yeah so uh,
1: this, this kind of what first I'm uh, doing the, uh, the podcast. I've always had a, um, passion to talk sports, mm-hmm. movies. You know, I've always tried to get <laughs> my toe into like, um, <clears throat> acting, things of that nature. So I figure that, you know, especially we live now in a, in a digital age, mm-hmm. um, you can do a podcast. You can create your own. So instead of someone giving me a shit, the, uh, the podcast, right, and you know, it's, it, you know, you know as obviously and you having a background in, in radio. Right. I would say podcasting is becoming even just as popular or more popular than you actually see in radio. Right. The majority of, of people when they're in their cars, mm. uh, in the gym on their way to work, mm. they're not tuning into radio as much. Right. They are tuning into pod they tuning into podcasts. So right. you know, I, I kinda got late into the game. Right. But if you if you had a podcast Going back maybe ten years, right. ten years, you know, you, your your audience, you probably have a very big following, right? And, you know, it, you've seen the game change. Now, the only thing that I don't like, right? Which I find is a little bit tougher. Okay. If you're an indie podcast, right. if you're not backed by a major, you know, NPR or, or some of these bigger. Bigger machine, right? You're seeing a lot of these, a lot of these celebrities now mm-hmm. coming out with their own podcast. Mm-hmm. So people are use, using podcasts now to also supplement their brand, their brand, right. and also advertise for their business, right? So not, so you're seeing how podcasts are changing from just pure entertainment right. and, and information, but they're also using it to as an advertising tool, right? So you know it's, it's a the game it changed, but uh, you know, that's kind of some of the reasons why I got into
0: it. Okay, okay. Um, let the audience know uh, what where they, where they can find you at. Uh, let people know uh, the podcast, all your information.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, we have a podcast called "Real Talk with Ghost and Big G." So I'm Ghost. My my brother is Big G. We're actual two brothers comedy podcast. Uh, we talk about. You know, relatable things that you find that happen in life. So we so talk music, sports, movies. Uh, we drop a new episode every Monday. Uh, we have uh, we're up to about one hundred and twenty-one episodes. So okay. definitely check us out. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, mm-hmm. all of, all the streaming streaming platforms. Okay. Um, you'll find us, and uh, I would encourage you guys to take a listen i'm sure you'll enjoy it and, mm-hmm. and also follow us on uh, instagram at ghost and big g uh we're very responsive when it comes to engaging with our listeners mm-hmm. and uh, i think you'll really enjoy the podcast
0: all right i want to thank you ghost it's the cg podcast show make sure you share this episode and tell a friend
1: A big shout out to my big brother Say g podcast show love you always sit my forever
0: bro i want to thank my family ghost for joining me on this show that was an awesome episode and i really can't wait to do it again and you guys got to go check out this show, Real Talk with Ghost and Big G. It's on all major platforms. I like the show. I definitely think it's entertaining. Uh, you can ride it in the car, ride it on the train, listen to it on the train, uh, listen to listen to it in the car, or you know while you're at the gym. There's certain things you can do that'll make that that experience very entertaining you know it does an excellent job so uh, again I would like to encourage you guys to go back and listen to that show uh East Coast Politics you know who who know more than that than Ghost or Big G you know they were born and raised out there and it's cool to get a different perspective uh from people from different areas you know but be looking for my upcoming episode I got a powerful Series coming up, a two-part series is called "Strong Black Women: Women of the Struggle." In part one, I will have a guest um, for that episode. Then part two, I'm gonna go more into the historical facts because most of the time, you always hear men getting all the credit for all the struggles with um, African Americans, the social issues. You know, it's a few women get named here and there, and Harry Harry Tubman, Tubman is one of them. But we're going to go deeper into and show some uh, some love to the women of the struggle. You know, I think they're really the backbone of our community. But that's that's just my opinion, though. But it's going to be a great series. It's going to be powerful. So be looking for that. It's the C.A.G. Podcast Show. Thank you, family.